Hello Mzanzi and welcome to Farmers Inside Track episode 165. I'm your host Donumdu. Day to day Peter Pinar, the tactical marketing planner at John Deere, supports new entrants into farming to secure the best mechanization to grow their agribusiness. He joins us in this edition with tips to adopt new technology and the right mechanization to use if you're a new farmer in Mzanzi. Peter, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. It's great to have you here. Tell us a bit about yourself. Where did your journey start in agriculture? Thank you very much, Dawn. So my journey started about 10 years ago. Actually, I worked on a cruise ship, studying sport and then going overseas for sport. I were in a bit of an argument with a Canadian, old South African, but farming in Canada now. And I always had a passion for agriculture. I had this dream of getting into agriculture. But the argument with this Canadian was, you'll never make a living in agriculture in South Africa unless you inherit the farm. I saw that as a challenge there and then came back, uh, came back to South Africa, gave myself like three months to get a job in agriculture. If I didn't get a job in agriculture, I was going to go back overseas. On the second month, I actually met a guy from the Eastern Free State with a harvesting contracting business. With absolutely no experience, he gave me the opportunity to start learning from all the people that work for him. They welcomed me and understand I had no experience. And within a short while, I got introduced to so much about harvesting that you cannot learn it in books. That practical experience, we actually rebuilt a harvester in that time that burned down. From there on, then I got introduced to the agents of John Deere and started working for AFCRI in that area. And then from there on, I moved over to John Deere. That's absolutely amazing. So you had no agricultural background, but you were interested and then boom. I had a passion and still have. I definitely believe best industry to be in is agriculture. You work as the tactical marketing planner for John Deere. And a big part of your work is specifically around development of small-scale farming and supporting small-scale farmers to be able to get the type of mechanization that they need to grow in the sector. Now, many new farmers don't really know where to start. When it comes to purchasing, what is the 101, if you could break it down for us practically? After today, I actually saw a lot of farmers coming to me and say, yes, they're expensive stuff. And I think that's a misperception out there in the field. It seems expensive because they associate it with a lot of high input. But at the end of the day, putting the right tractor for the right size of farm with the customer is crucial. And also part of the John Deere service, we've got John Deere Financial. You must look past that initial price investment. You must look at the return on investment also. So bringing John Deere Financial into the picture now gives you that option to tailor-made finance according to your business needs. So yes, initial price investment could be expensive, but how is that going to grow your farming operation into the next level? And getting the right equipment is really important. Getting that equipment advisor, maybe that investing some time in research and also getting people to industry that already got that experience to connect with them to identify exactly the need for your specific farming operation. That's important. I think also that mechanization is one thing, but 
they talk about technology always if we start talking about tractors and mechanization and all of that. I like to ask the question to all our customers, what does technology mean to you? For one farmer, technology is a tractor. For the next farmer, a four-wheel drive tractor is technology. Maybe a well-developed farm technology becomes auto-track and steering on the same line over and over. So there's different levels tailor-made to every single customer that's crucial. And that gives you access to success in mechanization. What is the type of assessment that you would do? Say I'm a new farmer. I approach John Deere and I say, hey, I have this amount of money. What can you do for me? How does that work? We need to determine your needs. What do you farm with? How important is mechanical application? Would you be able to do it by hand? Would you be able to do it by, let's say, walk behind tillers or something like that? So how important is that mechanization for the size of farm you've got? And then also the time factor. Often the primary reason for implementing mechanization is to do more within less time. So we all know agriculture is a time-sensitive industry. If you plant maize, if you plant too late, then your yield is not that great. If you start early planting, then the first crops is also not that good. So you're trying to eat that sweet spot on the whole crop. So first question would be, what is your need? What is the size of your farm? What do you farm with? What do you currently have? Then we start looking at the financing options. If your finance can fit the package that we recommend or should we scale it down in phases maybe first year or first season you buy this part of the mechanization for a normal grain farmer first season get a contractor in to harvest for him or the first two seasons to build up that good cash flow in his business to then later on buy his own harvester I must give Zabian the credit with the project they are working on in the Eastern Cape what they are doing is instead of just selling a tractor, they go and look at a whole community because maybe one hectare is not going to be feasible for a tractor. But that time factor is still a component that's crucial for the farmer that's got one hectare. So you go and look at the whole community. How many hectares do you have in that area? And then to put one tractor for that whole community down there and to make it more feasible for the whole community. And then they, they then benefit from that single tractor. But as one person or one hectare farmer, you won't be able maybe to sustain that payments on that tractor. So we're trying to get that success on every farm through mechanization then. I definitely think that there's sort of forward thinking development aspect with this method and how you're implementing it hands on with the communities and the farmers. And I would like to applaud you for that. So. Absolutely amazing. What happens over time if a farmer is maybe not able to afford it? What is the options available? Could you maybe work on plans outside of this current project? And what should they be thinking about from day one if they're starting as a total newbie about mechanization, not in this first year, but in five years time? So I can't afford it now, but I can maybe afford it down the line. Firstly, do not stop. Keep on farming. Try and look for alternatives. If you're not investing into mechanization today, that doesn't mean that in five years' time you won't be able to do it at that time. So we've got some of our dealers actually got rental platforms 
So we spoke about a time factor to increase your revenue or your margins. At some stage, you need to upscale your method of farming to get to that maximum margin level. As a small farmer, you might not be able to do it now, but the rental platform now offers that mechanization for a specific time or that time that is more time sensitive, planting season or so, to start tasting, they get that first taste of mechanization. And with that said, starting to see the margins increase, building some good financial statements within your farming operation, and then making it more viable for bank then to start investing in that operation also. Thank you so much, Peter, for your time. As we wrap up, just a last and final message to our listeners. And I'm saying people who's just starting out in the industry to newly commercialize and commercial farmers from John Deere. So we need you. We trust you to build our future in farming. So keep on building, explore new ways, trial and error. It's not a mistake if you learn from it. Take it as a lesson and it's not a mistake. And success will come your way. Connect with the people that are well-known, that got experience, and they will also guide you in the right direction. Thanks so much for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track. Peter Pinar, the Tactical Marketing Planner at John Deere. As you know by now, once a week we meet the amazing woman selected for the Corteva Woman Agripreneur Program. This is a year-long blended development program at the Gordon Institute of Business Science Entrepreneurship Development Academy. Our hashtag soil sister, Teresa Makola, switched careers from nursing to farming after surviving cancer. She tells us more about how her amazing journey started and the people who have supported her along the way. I'm originally from Limpopo, a little village called Jane Fess. I then migrated to Pretoria due to I was having cancer and I had to come next to the specialists. And then that's when I landed up in Pretoria. After I was diagnosed, treated, and they said to me, cleared from cancer, I was diagnosed 1987. Then I said, God gave me the second chance. Then I went to Republic of Ireland. I worked there for three years to be exact, and then I came back. Why I am in farming? It started with my parents. I was motivated by my late parents. They were subsistent farmers. Secondly, when I look back, I can see that now they were participating in food security prevention of poverty and hunger and poverty, as well as they were charitable. They were farming grain, like I'm doing now. They would supply the needy and they would sell minimally. And that motivated me because as a nurse during the 80s, because I was trained during 1918 to 1983. Her main mission is to help vulnerable communities in Mzanzi. The mission that I had when I joined nursing, when I was helping my parents, all what I was doing is in the name of helping the vulnerable. Because the little that you have, you'll be able to help the vulnerable. 
And one old farmer once said, if you are aiming at thousand head of heads of cabbage, plant 1,200 extra, and the rest will be for those that come and steal from you. And um, that's how it goes if you don't have security, fencing, and, and that also kept me going. Because my main objective, my main mission is to help the vulnerable. And when you look at our community these days, most people are vulnerable, especially in the, in the rural areas where I'm farming. It's really bad. Thanks so much for joining us here on Farmers Inside Track, Teresa Makola. And I must say you are truly an inspiration. You can, of course, read more about her farming business and the journey in this dynamic space on www.foodformzanzi.co.za. And that's a wrap from me, Dor Numdu, our producer, Mingin van der Fendt, and the rest of the Food from Zanzi team. Have an absolutely amazing week. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food from Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.